Blog Talk Radio. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Ladivas of Chicago Catering, www.ledivas.com, is offering a 30% discount on all events of 100 persons or more, good until September 7th, 2015. Please visit our website at ladivas.com and call us today at 773 536 5432. That's 773-536-5432. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Are you an educated decision maker? Hi, my name is Joseph Lee, and I've been a realtor for over 30 years serving the Chicagoland area. At Royal Crest Realty, we blend state-of-the-art technology with old-fashioned hard work to provide you with outstanding service. Having the right information along with having the best realtor in the city, you're going to get the best results in your search for affordable housing. Visit Royal Crest Realty at joleehomesonline.com where you'll find homes for sale priced for investors. That's joleehomesonline.com or call 773-392-1716. 773-392-1716. Do you have student debt? We offer neither debt refinancing nor consolidation. What we offer is student debt obliteration. How? Freelancing your way out of debt. Become a freelancer on our site, mohican.biz. Only those owing student debt and residing in the U.S. can register. Any company or individual can post jobs on the site. Furthermore, mohican.biz strives to bring those individuals still carrying student loan debt together with those institutions who educated them, as well as those who provided the financing to make their education possible. Thus, we will promote our registered freelancers with banks, universities, and many other organizations, including the federal government. The idea is for these institutions to outsource work by posting jobs at mohican.biz, to which our registered freelancers would then apply. Please visit mohican.biz for more information. That's mohican.biz. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you, for Friday, August 7th, 2015. This broadcast is designed to service the African-American communities in Chicago and around the world. Today's segment is called CBBN Business Journals. CBBN Business Journals will feature interviews with business owners and other innovators from around the world. We've completed almost 300 podcasts since 2009, and we hope to interview you soon. And today we're featuring Mitch Russo, author of The Invisible Organization. We're going to be discussing this publication with Mitch this morning, but first we want you to know all of our shows in our entire network have, from the very beginning, been dedicated to keeping the memory and the spirit of Mayor Harold Washington on the minds and in the hearts of our people. We simply ask that you take a few moments to think back on the greatness of this man and his contributions to the city of Chicago. How do you remember Harold Washington? I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, author of Black America, Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions, now available on Amazon.com, and you can get your autographed copy of the Tough Questions at AskingOurselvesTheToughQuestions.info. I'm also producer for this series, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network, 
Chicago's Black Business Network is a social media management and training organization. We are changing the way that Chicago connects. Visit us at Chicago's, that's Chicago with a mess, Chicago's Black Business Network.com, and be a part of all that we do. Once again, joining us on CBBN Business Journals is Mitch Russo, author of The Invisible Organization. And before he joins us, let me share a little bit about the book with you. The Invisible Organization is your guide to moving carefully and deliberately to a new way of thinking about profits, clients, and your staff. Using the tools outlined in this book, noticeable and significant shifts take place in how you lead, how your staff perceives you, you, and how you move decisively towards revitalizing your entire company. Let's welcome Mitch to the show. Good morning, Mitch. How are you? I'm great, Sonia. Thank you so much for inviting me to your podcast. That's no problem, no problem. Um, We're all on a certain path as we take this journey, Mitch, and I want to know, what was your journey up to the up to writing this book? Tell us a little bit about Mitch. Sure. Well, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and I had a rock band when I was a kid, and I had a lot of fun growing up. I had a great childhood in in the streets of Brooklyn, and you know that kind of left me like a scrappy entrepreneur, street smart kid, and and you know I always sort of enjoyed a challenge, and I always enjoyed doing things a little bit on the edge. So as I grew up, I started companies and had a lot of fun doing that. I started a software company. I grew it to 100 people and sold it for 10 million bucks. And then I went on to run Tony Robbins' organization with Chet Holmes, and we called that Business Breakthroughs, and continue to think about my life as just a series of incredible adventures. But this this really was a chance for me to stop what I was doing and document all of the lessons that I learned in how to grow a company, and in particular, how to do it in a way that lets people really be free and explode their sales and profits. That's great, and and it's great to hear about people having great childhoods, Mitch. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Now, um... Tell, tell us this. Tell us about the book first before we go. Before we go on, just give us. I gave a little synopsis, but you put it in your words. What sure. is this book about? Well, let me give you a tiny bit of background on it. You see, I had the opportunity, as I said earlier, to run a virtual company for Tony Robbins with nearly three hundred people, and I, I saw all the mistakes that we made and that others in our industry made too. And when we finally got it right, we were able to scale the organization super quickly and with little effort reconfiguring systems and processes and sales plans and all the stuff that people struggle with. So I decided that after I left Business Breakthroughs, I would sit down and I would try to document everything I could. I had a little help. I I have a friend. His name is Jay Abraham. He's a pretty famous guy. And he was the guy who encouraged me to do this. So when I did sit down to do this, it was back in uh, late 2012, early 2013. And I just kept writing and writing and writing. And I I actually poured, I think of it as pouring virtually all of my experience into this one book. 
You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network this morning. Our guest is Mitch Russo, author of The Invisible Organization. Now you said a couple you said a whole lot of things back there. Now, first of all, I think as small business owners, and I've talked to hundreds of them or thousands of them across the city and across the country, I think aren't we always in the midst of change and shouldn't we always be in the midst of change? I think some business owners think that uh, when they come out the gate with that idea, because you mentioned changing and tweaking and, and going back and forth and you finally got it right. I think for some reason, small business owners, they think they're going to have it right right in the beginning, and that's not the truth, is it, Mitch? No, you're absolutely right, Sonia. It It's a process of iteration. You move from stage to stage to stage in every business, and good entrepreneurs keep trying things over and over again until they optimize their processes. And see, a lot of what we put into the book, a lot of what I wrote is about how to optimize all of the process, processes that you have in your company. And still, um, I always like to do this show as though I'm talking to an audience that has no clue what we're talking about. So tell our audience, what is a virtual organization? Sure. Well, here's the simplest way to explain it. Um, if you've ever made an airline reservation on JetBlue or Southwest Airlines and you call in to speak to someone from, from the airline, you're going to end up talking to somebody who is actually sitting in their house and they're talking to you from their home computer and they're able to enjoy their life. They don't have to commute to work. They get to pretty much eat the food they like, walk their dog. And in one case, I spoke to a, a woman at JetBlue who said that she and her husband sold their second car because she didn't need it anymore. So working from home is what really virtual businesses are all about. So do you see what I mean when I say virtual? Absolutely. It's a great thing. Everyone should do it. <laughs> and, uh, hey, no more uh, traffic jams. How wonderful is that? Okay. Exactly. Now, now uh, the Invisible Organization, tell us what that name means, the Invisible Organization. Are you referencing virtual, virtual organization? Uh, I am, but with a twist. You see, it's very easy to, if you have a company, uh, and you say to somebody in your, in your, um, on your staff and say, you know what, why don't you work from home today? Well, in a sense, what you're doing is you're starting to work towards going virtual. Now, going virtual simply means having your staff work from home. But going invisible is doing it with art, with doing it with precision, with perfecting all of the processes. And the invisible part really translates to being frictionless. And what I mean by frictionless is making life easier for everybody, for your staff, for your clients, even for your vendors. Now, what does that mean? If I were to explain it a little bit further, I would say frictionless means that everything is so easy that when somebody calls your company that their actual information pops up on your screen before you even have to touch the keyboard. That, to me, is how frictionless organizations, and in this case, frictionless invisible uh, uh, virtual organizations can be considered what I call invisible. Sounds great. 
we're going to take a break in a little while. But before we do, I, based on your uh, vast experience, Mitch, what do you think the business, biggest challenges are right now for businesses? Okay, that's a great question. There are several, but the primary challenge I think people have is finding new clients and then taking good care of them. Wow, are you going to tell us how that can help us? How can we, that is the biggest, and that, that, that's no lie there, Mitch, you get me on that one. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I guess now I got to tell you. Now I got to tell you how to solve that problem, right? <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Uh, okay. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. Before we go to to break, tell us how we can find the book and connect with you. Sure. All you got to do is go to invisibleorganization.com, and there you can read a little bit more about me, and you can buy the book. That sounds wonderful. The Invisible Organization. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. All Black, All News, All You. Today's segment is CBBN Business Journals. Our guest today is Mitch Russo, author of The Invisible Organization. We're going to take a short break, uh, have a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back with you to find out how we can solve some of these problems for our small business. Stay with us. CBBN Business Journals wants to send out a special thank you to our newest sponsor, Ms. Lillian W. Clark, author of Praying for the Unsaved Millennials in Our Families, now available on Amazon.com. Ms. Clark believes that young people want to change the world and make a meaningful impact. This 24-hour prayer guide is designed to empower and sustain the millennial generation. Pick up your ebook copy of Praying for the Unsaved Millennials in Our Families today on Amazon.com. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Thank you, and we're back. wanted you to know that um, if you'd like to be a sponsor on Chicago's Black Business Network, just give us a call at 773-609-2226, 773-609-2226 details, or send me an email at cbbn2012 at gmail.com. Let's welcome our guest back, Mitch Russo, the author of The Invisible Organization. We're having a great conversation here, Mitch. Are you there? Welcome back to the show. Thank you. sure am. Oh. Great, great. Um, how can someone change their mindset to create a virtual organization, Mitch? That, again, a, a fantastic uh, question because the book addresses that directly. The mindset of most CEOs has developed over time, meaning the time you've been in business, and maybe even before that, the time that you worked for other companies when you were an employee. So as you create your own company, you come into this new venture with that mindset. And sometimes it's good. I mean, part of that mindset is work hard and do well. But another part of that mindset is do things the way you did before. And part of what my book guides you through is a process of rethinking a lot of the way you do things in your business. So let me give you an example. 
uh, a lot of my clients are small companies, and a lot of them have a sales force. And a lot of those folks come into the office every single day, and they, they sit down at their desk, and they get on the phone, and they start calling prospects. Well, that's great, and that's hopefully it's profitable, and everybody's doing well. But the, think about the salespeople themselves. I mean, you probably recruited them from your own city. You probably got the best people in the city to work for you. But what happens if you can get the best people in the world to work from you and do that same job from anywhere in the world? And furthermore, you don't have to now pay to support that office and bring all those people in every day and pay their, their expenses and the electricity and all of the real estate and, and, man, and maintenance expenses of keeping that property going. You see, going virtual means that you can now expand your horizons to find not just the best people to work for you, but the best customers in the world as well. And so as part of the virtual organization, you now have an ability to market in ways that you weren't able to before. So everything changes when you change your mindset. And I, I can almost answer this question myself. What prevents, and you may have answered it right there, what prevents businesses from making the change? Stuck, being stuck. Well, you probably know this answer. It's almost always the CEO. The CEO oh. has the, the mindset that, that they came into the business with. Great CEOs will learn from anybody. Great CEOs, like Tony Robbins, who, who I worked with directly for five years, was an amazing change agent because he was open to whatever was working at the time that he learned it. And Tony, when he found out about what we were doing with virtual organizations, saved a million dollars in real estate expenses simply by sending all of his salespeople back to their homes. Did I lose you? That should mo be motivation in and of itself, just the savings. Uh, change is really difficult for them, though, isn't it? Yes. Uh, change is hard because, again, it's you're going into uncharted territory. And for many business people, it becomes a dollars and cents equation. I don't want to risk any money to try something new. And in many ways, with the with the description of how to do things in my book, a lot of what I'm asking you to try is either low cost or no cost just to get things started. And then once you see things working, then you could start moving in a more deliberate way to going completely virtual. So just tell us a little bit without giving away the whole, the whole bundle there, Mitch. Uh, what type of tools and resources are available? Well, again, a, a terrific question. When you think about being virtual, of course it means that you have to have a lot of uh, a software system in place. And, you know, when I used to work, when I was young, when I was a young man and I was selling, uh, we didn't have software. But then as I got older and joined different companies and different organizations, the software systems were critical to our success. So probably one of the most important pieces of software that any company has to have is called the CRM system. And um, 
CRM stands for Customer Relationship Management System. And with a system like this, you're able to completely plan how you market to your prospects and as they convert to customers, help them fully understand what you do for you know, how you do and then get them going even further. So CRM software is probably the center point of all your systems. Okay. Now in this day and age, we shouldn't have too many problems converting to different type of systems because as you said, we first came in, the software wasn't there, uh, so we should all be somewhat techy enough to convert. But do the, are you still finding that there's resistance to this virtual office movement? Uh, yes, there is. There's not so much resistance to the idea of it, but resistance to understanding how to roll it out in a way that doesn't cause the CEO or the company owner to spend a lot of money or let make a lot of mistakes. You know, in the past, when I ran my software company, I had a room the size of a big bedroom filled with telephone equipment just to run my call center. Well, today, that type of equipment is no longer important or needed. Instead, you log into a cloud-based virtual call center and all of your call tracking and management is done from the cloud. This way you saved all the money you would have spent on not just buying the equipment, but supporting it with electricity, heating and cooling and real estate and gurus to run it. All that goes away when you start operating from the cloud. And in my book and on my website, what I do is I help people discover all of the best solutions to run their company from the cloud. That sounds great. I'm learning a lot, too. Our guest today is Mitch Russo, author of The Invisible Organization. Now, before we round this up and everything, are there any case studies or examples that you can give us? Yes, of course. Uh, first of all, the best case study is my own experience uh, having grown Tony Robbins' organization to over $25 million in sales, business breakthroughs, that is, and then from there, uh, working with private clients and, and smaller clients as well as bigger clients and, and converting their company to being a virtual organization. I'll give you one simple example, and it's in the book. We, uh, we basically worked with an architectural firm here in Massachusetts, and we took a look at the company, and they had about, I think it was 14 people or so, and we carefully uh, analyzed what they were doing on a daily basis, and we moved all of their systems to the cloud and sent most of them home. And as a result, that company, after restructuring, was able to save over $10,000 a month, and they were just 14 people. So those are the sort of techniques that I describe in the book, The Invisible Organization, and I walk you through step-by-step step exactly how to do it for your own company. That's wonderful. That, that sounds absolutely great. Now, uh, as we wind up, Mitch, is there anything else that you would like to tell us and share with us about your book? Well, I wanted to explain that since this is partially a, a management uh, psychology book, I mean, the stuff that I talk about is timeless. But the other part of the book is a technology book, and that changes all the time. So what I decided to do was create on my website, invisibleorganization.com, 
a complete resource center that changes constantly, always updating all of the most recent technology and additions to cloud-based software systems that you could use in your own office on a daily basis. That sounds great. That sounds great. Now, um, how how do we deal with pro- problems? Come up from time to time. So, you've got this this uh, this website out there that keeps updating us, and I, I'm assuming it helps us to deal with problems as they come up and changes as they come up. Exactly. Exactly. And of course, the other thing about my website and my book is that I'm a very open person. So if you're reading the book and you have a question or if you go on my website and you have a question about anything that I wrote, all you have to do is send me an email and I will answer your question directly. And I do that all the time for people. Wonderful, wonderful. This is a new book for you, Mitch, and I'm wishing you the greatest of success. And uh, visit theinvisibleorganization.com, correct, to pick it up, right? Yep. That's wonderful. I want to thank you for joining us today, and uh, I look forward to going over to your website and participating and learning a whole lot more about virtual organizations. Thank you so much for being with us today, Mitch. You're welcome, Sonia. Thank you. And I love it every time. I learn every time, and this is why I love the show. You've been listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. Today's segment is CBBN Business Journal. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. We're a social media management and training organization, so we love sharing information like this. This is what we want. This is what we need. We need to stay up on top of this, and we need not to be so resistant to change. You got to go with it, people. Our tag is changing the way that Chicago connects. Visit us at Chicago. That's Chicago with an S, Chicago's Black Business Network, Radio Network, and Chicago's Black Business Network. Thank you so much for being a part of all that we do over the past seven years. We truly, truly appreciate you. Have a wonderful day, everyone. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> 